Welcome everybody to I Have Some Notes Side Notes Edition. This is the mini version of the podcast feed before we do the big, larger, gargantuan movie uh, movie stuff. My name is Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Mayer. And uh, we're just uh, just take 20 minutes and kind of talk about some of the stuff we've seen the in the world of entertainment. The, the world and news of entertainment. As much as much as we watch... Is Entertainment Tonight still on? Is that still on? Oh, the maybe. Thing? I don't know. Or He Talk. Is that what people watch? Or something? Yeah. Anyway, just, <laughs> I know it's on television. I don't know if people watch it. <laughs> And I don't, I don't think John Tesh has been on there, Richard. I really dates myself just for even saying that word. But. I don't know who that is. I know oh, that really? like, doesn't, doesn't one of the Saved by the Bell guys run one of those shows? John Tesh, no, that, that's, you're thinking of Mario Lopez. All right. John Tesh is famous for two things in the history of pop culture. He was a longtime host of uh, Entertainment Tonight. He also wrote the, the, the NBA theme song that actually plays, if you watch the, if you watch the NBA on TNT on Thursday nights... There's like okay. this kind of big, like sweeping, kind of like epic score. He okay. wrote that. That's what he's, he's famous for. I didn't know that the NBA had a theme song. There, there you go. Like John Tesh wrote it. So <laughs> okay. You guys can all Google it. Go no, we're just going to talk about kind of some of the stuff we've been kind of watching uh, the last little month or so. Uh, you know, being movie nerds as we are and TV nerds and, you know, that sort of stuff. So, uh, Greg, what have, what have you been watching? What have you, what have been, what have you been spending your life on? Entertainment wise, uh, well, uh, let's see. This uh, this past month, I watched the U.S. election. The what now? The the U.S. election. Oh, they it's had a, an election. It's a new, they it's, have it's this a ongoing series. Oh, good. Uh, I think over two hundred years. Oh, good. Uh, this season was very poorly written. Uh, the characters were completely unlikable. Yep. Uh, the plot twists were often stupid and very confusing. Yep. Uh, and it had a completely depressing ending. Oh. Uh, I think the only salvation, Colin, is that uh, luckily there there may not be any future U.S. elections. They'll oh, probably get canceled. That's, <laughs> that's good. Well, you know, every show has to come to it at some point. Yeah. So. Yeah. It had a good run. Yeah. Well, here we go. Uh, I've also been watching uh, fun things like uh, Doctor Strange, which oh yeah, how was that? Uh, pretty solid Marvel movie. Uh, no more, no less. I would say. Now, is it the best Marvel movie to date, which I've kind of seen bubble up on the internet? I don't know. I kind of feel like that happens every time there's a Marvel. movie. And that was going to be that was going to be my follow up question. Is that it, it seems like we every time one comes out, it's like this is the best Marvel movie to date. And it's kind of like okay, now you're starting to sound like every time they launch a new iPhone. Where their their number one selling point is that this is the most advanced iPhone ever. Sure, yeah. as if to say, well, of course it's this not one has eight cameras. Exactly, well, you can like, take pictures throughout time. Yeah, well, you're well, and you're not going to market something saying like, well, this is good, but it's not as good as the last <laughs> one. It's okay, but it's all right. Yeah, but it, but, it, but it's a quality. So here's my question: Would you would you recommend? Would you pay the money to see it in the theater again? No, I, I but I generally I really do not often do that. Oh, okay. I did that with Star Wars. Force Awakens, and yeah. that's about it for the last 20 years. Okay. I don't know why, but I just don't like, I don't know, something, once I've seen something in a theater, I'm kind of done with it for a little bit, and then yeah. I get excited again to see it on video, because then you get to see it in, like, a, it's a different experience, because right. the home experience is different than the theater experience. You get to wear, you get to wear your more comfortable pants. Yeah. Or no right. pants, if yeah. you're of that persuasion. Yeah, and I can only, I can pay half attention to it. I can watch it while I'm, you know, coloring a comic or oh, something okay, like that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So thumbs up for Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. It it was perfectly fine, <laughs> as Marvel movies go. Um, a couple this weekend, um, my wife and I watched Anthropoid. 
which is a movie in which Killian Murphy assassinates uh, Reinhard Heydrich Ooh. in Prague. He was, um, I guess, he was the highest-ranking Nazi general to be assassinated. Ah. and uh, you know, uh, the Czech Republic was taken over by the Nazis, and they were, and Prague was under the heavy boot. Of Heydrich, uh, it was a very entertaining movie. It has a very depressing ending, uh, <laughs> especially. And that's not really a spoiler, I suppose. If you're a history buff, then you would know. Yes, <laughs> so, something you can probably find in a library. Yeah, but it was a solid movie. I would definitely go check that guy. Oh. It's on. Um, uh, I watched it on Xbox, uh, their movie app. Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What have you been watching, Colin? Uh, I've been dabbling in a couple things. So comic wise, I've only actually so I finally polished off Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, it was it, Luke Cage was fine. I don't have any qualms with it. I think it just was kind of more like I kind of, I found the last couple episodes kind of a slog to get through, uh, and I just I guess I guess I may be just reaching a point now where I'm tired of grim and gritty. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast mm-hmm. before, but everything comic book related now is just so so serious and so grim, and it's so like you know which is which is fine. And I'm saying there's there's nothing wrong with those stories, but I think for me personally now. You know, I kind of, I kind of feel like I need some high flying adventure. Are there other, um, you know, superhero type things that you can go check out? Like, you know, I hear that uh, Supergirl. Yeah, is I pretty was at, bubbly and. Fun. I was actually, I was actually meaning to, like, so that's on Netflix now. So yeah. I was actually meaning to check that out just because, like, you know what? No, I need, I need to see something just with a little more, a little more. I don't know, just colors. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I'm still sort of in the throes of Luke Cage. I All think right. I'm only on episode three. Yeah, okay, I, kind of, I won't spoil it for you. It was, but like, I, I like, I thought it was really well acted. Like, I thought all the characters were really good. I do like how they kind of like intertwined into the existing Marvel universe. I thought that was really nice. It was just kind of just, I kind of felt that the, the just kind of just kind of trailed off. Like, I felt like it's like 13 or 14 episodes. Yeah. I think it could, could just as easily be 10. Yeah, and the same and was like, said yeah. about, um, What's that last series, uh, Jessica Jones? Yeah, right? where and I felt that too. There was like there was you know in around episode nine or ten, there feels like this should be the end, and yeah. then it kind of you know Let's just runs on for another three episodes, yeah. and yeah, the uh, it's it, it, you know it's not bad, but it, you know it's just you know uh, I don't know. I guess they I'm not sure why Netflix feels the need to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like we want we want 13 episodes and what if the writers say like ah we only have 10 they should just be like okay just do 10 then because it's not well it's not like as if it makes much of a difference for no, not Netflix there's no yeah. advertisers to worry about or yeah. anything like that so Well I cuz I cuz I do know that there's um there's a lot of people Greg are super 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 excited for Gilmore Girls. Um, oh yeah, sure. Is it now it's not Gilmore Girls the next generation cuz it's the same people from what I understand. Yeah, but they're actually doing something neat where they're actually doing like four ninety-minute episodes, and that's that's going to be their thing. So it's almost like you get like four little movies, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so kind yeah, of so, like uh, Sherlock. Yeah, exactly. So so it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, you're right. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, if if the if you have like these Marvel TV shows that they have, okay, we got ten ten episodes, ten hours of the story. Yeah, there's still a lot. Yeah. You say okay, now let's see if we can actually squeeze in an extra three hours in there and just kind of say like, oh, okay, that's enough. Is that? Uh, in theater, I actually saw I, we, I, we saw Arrival recently. Yeah, it was awesome. You, you said you saw it as well. Yes, I, I, I quite liked it. I liked the originality of it, but and I'm 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 gonna call this the Man of Steel effect. Gosh, Amy Adams, I can't no, I can't I can't deal with Amy, Amy <laughs> Adams anymore. I can't. I, can't I, do it. I I I like Amy Adams fine. Uh, um, 
I know she's she was quite good in this uh, film. Uh, I, I mean, she kind of had to be. She's the main. She's the star. Yeah. There's no. She kind of holds the movie up. If she had a poor performance, probably the movie would yeah. fall on its face a little bit. Yeah. But I like these type of movies. I like first contact movies. So okay. That was that was right up my alley, and I and I I, I liked the uh, the premise, the 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 idea that you know it was all about communication. The communication is the big theme in this movie, yeah. and. Uh, you know, I just like the nitty gritty of like, how would you talk to another? Yeah, exactly. Like an alien race who had a completely different way of communicating yeah. than uh, than humans do, and I thought that was a really uh, and it ended up being I don't I don't want to say too much because it it'll, it'll spoil some things, but it did end up being a very powerful movie as well for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I think I I I liked it. I don't think I liked it quite as much as you did. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't anything to do with it again, just kind of thinking like, okay, just, it's like, just, yeah, I guess, I guess for me, when I watched him, I just kind of felt like, and again, not that Amy Adams did a bad job, I just felt like that you did, it was, I, I was watching the same Amy Adams from Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. A little bit. And kind of, and just kind of like plopped in here with the, the same, same But that might be also be because her, same her, expressions. Uh... <laughs> Her Same. character is so devoid in those two movies that you could pretty much apply that to anything that she's. Yeah, doing. exactly. Yeah, but otherwise, yeah, I would uh, like, and I would say, if you're in the mood, if yeah, if you're in the mood for something just a little different, uh, sci-fi wise, and just yeah. if you're if you're like sci-fi but you're tired, I, I can use it if you like if you like grown-up sci-fi. Yeah, like if you like Interstellar, if you like yeah, like I love kind Interstellar, of, I've seen it three times. Yeah, so like so that's if, if you like Interstellar, you'll kind of, you'll like Arrival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure this will be a movie I go back to. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of weird movies, great. Mm-hmm. I watched The Lobster this past. Oh weekend. yes, have you seen, I've the seen the trailer for it? I have not watched. Oh, okay. It. So I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But it's <laughs> it's, it's a, little, a film. It's a little weirdo. So so the trailer here, looked absolutely um, confounding. It, yeah, it's uh, it's so uh, the so like the premise, which I think is isn't spoiler. It's basically the premise that. Um, this guy, uh, it's kind of set in this world where you have to be with someone. It's kind of this kind of this weird kind of dystopian future. And if you're suddenly single, you get sent to a hotel where you've got 45 days to meet someone else. And if you don't, you get turned into an animal. <laughs> and this guy's like, I want to be this guy's. And so, and so, uh, so, so again, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I don't want to spoil it for you. It's. Even even for like I went in thinking okay this is gonna be a weird movie, and it was still way different than what I was expecting. Maybe on the next uh, well maybe how about this for the next side notes, mm-hmm. you and I will chat about the lobster. Okay, we, you want me to watch it then? Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is this is your homework assignment. And you for you for you listeners as well. Go watch the lobster so we can have a chat about the lobster. Right. Yeah, no, I feel, but I but I do feel like. I don't feel like the trailer misinterpreted. I think it actually the trailers were actually very good. Yeah, because they didn't give away the entire movie, which trailers so often do these days. But I was just gonna say that I went I went in with an expectation of this is gonna be kind of like a a really bizarre, but kind of wacky kind of film. And it was not that. <laughs> it was it was still very bizarre. But, but yeah. it had its, it had a, quite a solid through line. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we will so we will chat about the the lobster. Yeah, I, I mean I I think that sounds like something that might up be be up my alley. I'm not a big fan of um movies that leave 
like everything to interpretation. Yeah. You know, I like structure in yeah. my uh, in my movies, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just dumb, but I just I just like to be told like what's going on. Here is this person. Here's that sort of. Hey, yeah, that's all. That's what I like. Just like turning my brain off, letting the letting their their hard work. I have be absorbed. I, I have a um, I have a movie that kind of fit, kind of fits that fits that profile. But I'll let you like continue on with what you what you've seen first. What was so what other stuff you've seen? Ah, uh, let's see. I watched. There's a new Netflix TV series that I binged yesterday. Oh, that's uh, called Paranoid. Uh, and the whole reason I watched it is because it has Indira Varma in it. Who is? If you don't know who she is, she's um, she's. In Game of Thrones, she's um, the woman, uh, sort of the head of the Sand Snakes uh, in Game of Thrones. And she's been in some some other uh, random uh, television shows as well. She was in Rome, I believe, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken. Uh, But she's great. And so I was like, all right, well, I like this actress. I'll give this show a shot. Um, And it's basically a murder mystery show, typical British murder mystery show. There's tons of those. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. Is it (laughs) it set in a small seaside town? It surely is. Yeah! It's, uh, it was, whoever wrote it was not a fan of psychiatrists and not a fan at all of the drug uh, industry. Because the the psychiatrist in this show is just like the most must mustache twirling villain. Oh, really? He's worthy of like a James Cameron movie. Uh, and the uh, pharma company has a statue of Jesus in their uh, foyer that is like transparent and filled with pills. Ooh, that's <laughs> so weird and on the nose. And like the show is like. The the show was, I mean, it was entertaining enough. I mean, I was doing work while I was watching it, so, but it was, it was also, like, you can kind of tell, like, it was sort of, like, um, poorly written in the sense that, like, the characters would often flat out say what they are feeling uh, (laughs) instead of, like, instead of, like, you know, showing through action and stuff like that. Yeah, and there was a lot of... so angry. (laughs) there, There was a lot of, like... Um, character twists. Um, the main character that Varma plays has, you know, she she does an about face on these two guys she's pursuing like about twelve times throughout oh. the series. And like, probably if you were watching that like in a television show where it was released once a week, maybe it wouldn't feel so stark. But when you're when you're binge watching it, you're just like, man, this character is absolutely insane. They, yeah. just, <laughs> they just can't settle on anything. So. I don't know. I mean, maybe give it a watch if you're if you really if you're starved for like I don't know if you're a sh- if you're a fan of like um, procedural stuff that uh, like Castle and those kind of things you might get something out of this. Not that it's exactly the same, but it's the same sort of level of and you know attention you need to watch it kind of thing. Okay. Right? Hmm. Interesting. I got anything else uh, that you've been watching? Uh, I've got uh, so you 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 mentioned watching structure and so uh, so I watched London is falling, Greg. Mm. So which uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that that could either go one of two ways that it could be very structured or just so not at all. <laughs> it actually it actually had something I'd never seen before in a movie. Okay, what's that? So uh, so you know uh, so usually when you you're watching especially in action movies and they have like they have like the little like screen crawls that show like if you're in like Cairo. 
or Washington and all that other stuff. Like, you know, like kind of place markers yep. just in case you're like, okay, I'm not, I didn't know that was Budapest. I know now. London Has Fallen had a thing where every time they introduced a character on the screen, they would do the same kind of crawl to introduce, like, this guy's the Vice President of the United States. This guy's the Prime Minister of Canada. This guy is... Wait, this... was the Prime Minister of Canada? Yeah, the Prime Minister of Canada oh, was awesome. this one. Uh, Gordy McDonald or something like that. <laughs> or, anyway. No, it was something. But, yeah. I had never seen that in a movie before. And it was, like, the most annoying thing. I was almost more annoyed by that than the, 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 the modern tradition of actually having TV news being the driver for all of right. what's happened to the plot. So, yeah. It was also just a just a bonkers, bonkers... Like, it was Call of Duty the movie, I felt. Okay. Yeah. I have a question. Sure. Why does London not have a super cool, awesome code name? Like, because Olympus has fallen. Like, Olympus was a code name for yeah. the White House. Yeah. So London doesn't get one? That's a good question, because... Much to my horror, I found that they're making a third one. Oh, yeah. And the third one's going to be called The Angel Has Fallen. So they know Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and now Angel Has Fallen. So the angel is what? I don't president? know what the angel is. Maybe? But they call... Los Angeles? <laughs> Did they call the American president an angel? Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, but I, it was... It was, and I know it's supposed to be kind of like kind of like that Die Hard kind of like genre movie where it's just kind yeah. of just lots of guns and shooting terrorists and stuff like that. But I, just, I, I kind of felt like I was watching Call of Duty when it was just wave after wave after wave after wave of bad guys coming after the heroes. Yeah. And they're picking up extra guns and extra gear, and it's kind of like, this is just like playing like the shooter games, where you start off like a pistol, and all of a sudden towards the end of the game, you've got like a, well, he didn't have a tank, but he was... Yeah, the tendency in, in, in modern action movies is to go too large with scope. Yes. You know, so like you end up with movies, like you say, where it's just wave after wave of enemies, whereas the charm of a diehard was that it was one guy versus, I think it was like 13 or something like that, yeah. or, you know, it was the, the scope was small, tight, yeah. and contained, and, you know, it was more bottled up, and yeah. and that was really exciting, and it was, you know, those movies would probably be even cheaper to film, like, it's funny yeah. that they, that in an era where it's really difficult uh, to make a lot of money in the theater, like, you wouldn't go cheaper, and like make make smaller end films or whatever and, and yeah. like cheaper films and just like I don't know put a whole bunch of stars in it and just you know make it and get people to theater that way I don't yeah. know but just uh, you know the idea that like you have to have like this you know big aerial fight scene or whatever like yeah, think, was, that, was that in Olympus has fallen yeah there's like there was like they had they brought up like machine guns on top of the White House and they were like <laughs> uh, that was Olympus in the, so in London has fallen is they're they're trying to do the getaway and kind of like in like the marine helicopters yeah and again like that that's that's the point where it's kind of like no nope, this is now a video game because they're flying through flying through London which not being to England before Greg not being London London's a pretty big place mm-hmm. and if you're in a plane there are lots of places you can go. Yeah. And they're flying out of London, and all of a sudden they're like, what was that? Well, there's a guy on a roof down there with, like, with like rocket propelled grenades. And all of a sudden all these guys start popping up on roofs. So it's kind of like, so is every rooftop in London, which is a big city, have a guy with a rocket, lo- rocket grenade launcher <laughs> on top of it? Yeah. So I'm not sure if they lifted it straight from a video game script. And maybe, what, is it a video game? I don't know. Certainly yeah. sounds like the kind of thing that would happen in a video game where you you're you're in some sort of plane and you've got to like 
shoot out the the, the doors and, and yeah, and, and all like, of a sudden just pop off everyone that's trying to and shoot you. No, and it's just no matter where you go, you run into <laughs> you run into enemies, and they're coming yeah. out of like yeah. like, cl- like closets and windows and stuff like that. And my favorite part of the movie was, and I think it summed up the movie as is 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 just this is the type of movie it is. So there's a scene where Aaron Eckhart, who plays the play, plays the president of the United States, and Gerard, Jerry Butler, Gerard Butler, who's the 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 the, the his Secret Service guy, who's the hero, yeah. shooting all these yeah. guys, and just with just just no no remorse, blowing people away. Uh, they get to this safe house, and he gives like so. Gerard Butler gives gives the presents like here, have some water, you know, have a glass of water, and then Gerard Butler goes, "I'm thirsty as bleep," and then chugs it down. <laughs> As if like this is as if being a he wasn't manly enough to shoot all these bad dudes. Dean Norris has got like I'm thirsty as bleep and just slugs <laughs> down a glass of water. And ah, like, I, he didn't belch, which disappointed me afterwards. But it, like it was, wasn't even like beer or anything like that. It no, wasn't just, just, bad just, just like I'm just I'm thirsty. You've just killed a bunch of terrorists, and I'm, I'm thirsty as bleep. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, yeah. Well, it sounds like a winner to me. It was but... a winner. <laughs> No, I don't watch it. Yeah, I, I, I had I watched Olympus has fallen, and I didn't, I didn't actually think that was terrible as far as action flicks goes. I thought it was fine, but I had no interest in watching it again. Yeah, <laughs> in in another uh, yet another film where some sort of city and a whole bunch of landmarks you know get, get destroyed. Yeah. yeah, watch it only for the fact that that Canada for once, great Canada is represented as a world power in these movies because we're always forgotten about. Yeah, it's always the states, and it's always England, and it's always uh, yeah. France. We're sometimes. part of the G eight, damn it! Yeah, like so fi- give us some so better recognized. So finally, finally, Canada's recognized, and the world leader's in there, and he's the first one that gets blown up. So I'm pretty happy that like, we're the first, you know, first one to let them get swallowed is, is the Canadian Prime Minister. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's like finally recognition. Oh wait, we're the first ones up. <laughs> ah, jeez. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Colin, we are, uh, we're doing, what are we doing our next episode on? We are doing, uh, we're doing, what are we doing this? Well, I think it's going to be Mortal Kombat! Yeah! Fight! Right, I'm going to do, do some push-ups. I'm going to go do some push-ups right now. Doing push-ups. All right, everyone. Keep watching the skies. Get over here. November 28th, 2016. Go do some push-ups. Go for a run right now. Yeah.